When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Life Coaching for Men podcast, where real life meets real coaching. I'm your host, Dr. Darren Wilson. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 12 of the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It's great to be with you this week. Uh, It's been an exciting week in the Wilson household. I thought I'd share a story just to to start this week, I know everybody's got a lot of different things going on. Um, everybody's still been dealing with COVID and dealing with going back to school and uh, working in this new uh, remote environment. And so uh, what did my wife and I decide to do this weekend? We decided to list our house and we sold it in one day. And so we have been on the lookout for uh, for new property and it's been, it's been a lot of fun. It's been interesting. Uh, some folks that I know well have said, well, we knew it was coming. We knew it would be fairly soon because how long have you been in this current house that you're in? And I said, well, almost two years. We almost made it. Um, and in true uh, confession, I get that straight from my parents. We moved around a lot, especially uh, once I hit eighth grade and on through high school, probably lived in 12 or 13 houses and uh, rental spaces. And then we'd build again and move again. And so it got in my blood and my wife also enjoys it. She was a military brat and so had moved um, all over the world, and including two stints in Germany. And so it's just been something that we've enjoyed doing. And this will be, uh, be a little bit more of a challenge because the, the market here in the greater Atlanta area, uh, as it is in other areas of the country right now, is extremely hot. And so trying to sell the, the house was relatively easy. And now the search to try to find the right house in the right location uh, at the right time at the right price is always the challenge but we're up for it and and looking forward to it so i will definitely report back uh, in the next couple weeks to let you know uh, where we where we landed right now we're calling ourselves homeless in atlanta uh, because as of october 2nd we will be we will be homeless but we've also had several people reach out and say they would at least let us stay in you know an extra bedroom or a basement or a garage or somewhere out out in their their house so uh, don't worry about us we'll we'll land just fine but uh, we've spent the last two or three days really searching hard and uh, have just not found the the perfect house yet but but we will so with that being said I hope everybody's staying safe I hope everybody's doing well and getting acclimated back to whether you're going back to work or you're going back to school or you've got a, a son or daughter uh, going off to school or, or going back to school hope everything's going well in your life as as you get settled into to this new month of September and so with that I thought this week we would do something just a little different uh, than we've done in the past and that is I thought I'd give you five strategies uh, for success in the workplace and I'm gonna I'm gonna focus today on you know when you're actual in the the face-to-face workplace but um, these five things really can be 
uh, transferred uh, to the Zoom environment or transferred to the Microsoft Teams environment or any kind of remote environment that you might have as well, um, these are certainly uh, transferable strategies that, that you can use. And, uh, I, you know, they're, they're strategies that have been really good to me over the years, and they have helped me uh, not only build a great community within my um, within my employees, but also within the greater good of either the educational system that I've been in or uh, certainly the business environment that I've been in uh, as well. And I think it's important, you know, for anybody who is looking to, uh, you know, become the best version of themselves, whether it's at work, whether it's at home, um, whether it's just in, in life in general or, or whatever, you know, whatever area you're wanting to uh, to up level in, I think it's extremely important um, for you to know that there are always ways for you to improve, right? There's always ways for you to get better as a person. There's always ways for you to be a better employee. There's always ways for you to be a better boss. There's always ways for you to be a better leader. And so uh, these are five things that have served me very well uh, throughout my career and and some things that I've had to learn uh, the hard way, but also things that I think if you'll take and apply them, uh, they can begin to help you uh, regardless of what uh, industry you're in, regardless of what business you're in. So five strategies for success in the workplace. Uh, the first is to, to stay true to yourself. Stay true to yourself. And this can be really hard for some people, uh, especially for people who like to look up to others, like to have um, you know, some sort of uh, boss that they've had that they really, uh, you know, think has kind of hung the moon or has been somebody who has had a lot of success. And a lot of times they want to they want to emulate that person. Uh, but really, it's to stay true to you, to bring your own uh, to bring your own unique characteristics to the job, to bring your own unique personality to the workplace. You know, for some people, they're they have this big, boisterous personality uh, that works well for them. And for others, it, you know, you're more of the, the reserve type. You've got more of the uh, reserve personality. Uh, you're more of an introvert uh, than what, you know, somebody else might be. And so my, my challenge to you would be just, just continue to embrace that. You know, I, I can be an extrovert if I need to, but at my core, I'm an introvert. I like to be kind of by myself. I like to have a, a small group of people around me. I don't like, you know, big crowds. Uh, but for people that don't know me well, they may not think that's the case at all. Because when I have to be on, then I can be out and I can work a room and I can, you know, shake hands with whomever and I can, um, you know, do all the parts that, that I need to do uh, to, to be successful. But I know that at my core, I'm not the guy that's going to be the life of the party. I'm not the guy that's going to be, again, the most you know exuberant and most uh, just uplifting person in the room or the loudest person in the room. Um, I know that I'm going to be me, and uh, some people you know that'll resonate well with, and other people that won't resonate so well with. But um, for me personally, and and for me to have success in in any area of of work. I have to stay true to myself. And so for you, you got to figure out who you are, you know, who you are and, and really who you want to be and who you are at, at your core. And, and at your core, you want to you want to emulate that uh, in any environment you you're in. So if you're working uh, just day to day or if you're working where you have to go to a lot of conferences, or you have to 
you know, mingle with a lot of different people. My encouragement to you would be to stay true to yourself. Now, that also goes to where, you know, we're talking about, you know, being ethical and doing the things that you feel uh, are right in your heart of hearts. And so if there are areas where people are trying to get you to do things that you don't feel comfortable with, then again, my my suggestion would be that you you know who you are, you know what you believe in, you know what you stand for, and then you're going to you're going to act in that in that fashion. One of the things I've been doing with uh, several of my clients is we've been building life plans. And with those life plans, we've been writing uh, core purpose and what our what our mission statement is. And so we'll spend a lot of time really talking about characteristics that are important uh, to that client. And what are those things that if at the end of the day someone asks you a question or asks you to do something or you know, you were trying to make a decision on a certain uh, area in your life, you would go back to that mission statement, just like you would at your, your place of business, but you would go to your own mission statement and say, okay, does this line up with who I am? And then we have core purposes that are under that mission statement that all build back into who that person wants to be. And had a situation this past week where uh, we had built a mission statement uh, a few months ago and and the client came up and we were having some conversation and I said, "Hey, does this line up with your mission?" And he thought for a minute and he he kind of looked and he, you know, he's got it posted and he's memorized it now and so he was reading through it and he said, "You know, it it doesn't. This doesn't line up." And it was a it was a job opportunity that he could take uh and would have probably gotten had he had he moved forward with it, but it didn't line up and so you said, "You know what?" This has been great work. I'm going to back out of this and know that this is not for me at this time. And there will be something else that will align more to my core. And so, again, stay true to yourself. Uh, stay true to that core purpose and, and make sure that you know exactly who you want to be, how you want to show up and what you want to portray each and every day. So that's strategy number one. Strategy number two, and this is one thing that I think especially for young leaders and young people that are just getting into the into the business world, um, and when I say young, it doesn't mean age necessarily, but when you go to your first job or you have that first experience where, you know, you you have that, you know, if it's that first full-time job or, or maybe, heck, maybe it's a part-time job or maybe it's a graduate assistant or an internship, and you get in there and it's really easy to look around and see what everybody else has done, right? Or it's easy to see how other people um, have have gotten this uh, certain office space or, you know, they, uh, they drive this certain car or they dress this certain way. And my challenge is to stop and step back and say, okay, they've been here a long time, right? They've worked hard. They've worked their way up to this point. So what do I need to do? And here's strategy number two. Strategy number two is instead of just getting in there and going, hey, everybody owes me something. No, it's just the opposite. Strategy number two is be willing to do any job and learn as many new skills as possible. So be willing to do any job and learn as many new skills as possible. This is so important, especially at an entry level type position in in any different country company in any different industry because if you can get into the bottom floor the ground floor in a, in a company in a business in, a, in an athletic department in an educational setting it doesn't matter where it is and you can learn all the different skills 
all the different skill sets, all the different job functions. You know, think about if you're in a restaurant and you start and you, you, you're a you're a bus person and you're, you know, you're bussing tables to start. And then maybe you move up to waiter and then maybe you move up to, you know, uh, head cashier. Or maybe you move up to maitre d' or, you know, you're overseeing the the back of the house with the cooks. You're overseeing the point of sale system. All of those things that you can learn and then you want to go out and start your own restaurant. You've got so much more experience than the person who just comes in and just looks around and says, oh, well, the world owes me something. You know, what can I get from all of these people? No, 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 no. See what you can learn. If you're if you're in an athletic department somewhere and you're, a you know, uh, just green as green can be, you may be a, uh, an assistant coach or. Uh, you know, someone, again, that's an intern or a, a graduate assistant, go and pick as many brains as you can possibly pick throughout that department. Find out every skill that's going on. Find out what's going on in compliance. Find out what's going on in fundraising. Find out what's going on um, in, in uh, admissions. Find out what's going on in the business office. Learn all of the different skill sets that you can so you know that one day if you want to be an athletics director, you want to be a vice president, you want to be a business VP, you want to be a president of a company, you want to be the president of an institution, you know how all of those other functions work. And so that way when you go and you go to hold somebody accountable, you can say, you know what, I've been there, I've done that, I've done that work. And this is how it's supposed to be done. This is how we want it to be done. This is how we expect it to be done. Sometimes you got to get your hands dirty. You know, sometimes you've got to go out and you actually have to, you know, mow some grass. You have to pick up some garbage or you have to, you know, paint a wall. That's just part of it. But learn as many new skills as possible. Strategy number two. Strategy number three. Ask questions. There isn't there isn't a bad question. There isn't a question that should be off limits if you've got great leaders around you. Ask as many questions as you can. You can pester the heck out of people just by asking questions, but when you're asking those questions, you're asking to learn. And so when you think about a question that you're going to ask, first of all, make sure you haven't asked it before, because once you've asked the question, you should write it down, have a journal, write it down, know the answer. Don't have to ask two or three different people, ask one person. If you don't get the right answer, then ask another person. If you don't get the right answer, ask another person. But if you get the answer that that's correct within the culture of the organization, ask that question, write it down, learn from that, and then move on. But don't be afraid to ask questions. So many times I see um, young leaders get into positions and they want everyone to think they know everything about everything. And when they do that, they end up knowing very little about anything. And so don't be afraid to ask questions. And when, when that heart rate gets up, when you get a little nervous because you think, oh, what are they going to think about me? Say, so you know what? This isn't about them. This is all about me. And I have the courage to overcome my fear. I have the courage to step up. I have the courage to, to ask this question because I want to learn for me. I want to become the best fill-in-the-blank uh, person, position, operator, director, whatever that I can become. And that's why I'm going to ask this question. That's why I'm going to continue to ask questions. And if you get somebody, you know, along the way that wants to give you a hard time about that, that's fine. You know what you do with that person? You don't ask them again. You just kind of write them off and then you go on to the next person. You ask somebody that you can confide in and you get an answer that you like and then 
you're able to move forward. So strategy number three, don't be afraid to ask questions. Ask them often. Write down the answers. Keep a journal. And when you leave that position to go to another company or to go to move up in the position, to move up in the company, you'll have a journal of questions that you've asked. And you can go back and now you're starting to build your own playbook that you can say, you know what? Hey, here's here's my experience journal. And my experience journal says, I've asked these questions. I've learned this knowledge. And now I'm going to go and I'm going to be able to apply it and implement it. So that's strategy number three, ask questions. Strategy number four, again, sometimes this is, this is one of those areas where uh, people don't realize what all goes on behind the scenes in a, in a company or in a business, or, you know, if you're the leader of the company, or if you're the president of the company, or the, you know, the vice president of an institution. But strategy number four is work as many hours as needed. Work as many hours as needed, especially as you're grinding and learning either a new profession, a new role, you're in a new organization. Now, that doesn't mean sacrificing all kinds of family time or sacrificing time with your kids. You've got to be extremely intentional about your time and, and how you're managing time, right? It's, it's hard to manage time, but how you allow yourself to manage the concept of time and you are really good at your your calendar. You're really good at staying on top of events. You're not letting things uh, slip through the cracks at home. You're not letting things fall through the cracks with your kids. You make sure you take care of those and those priorities uh, as well. But you're willing to work as many hours as needed. And if you have to work extra early on, then that's what you do. You work extra early on and you do whatever you have to do. Uh, to make sure you're able to learn the culture, learn the system, learn the company, learn what you need to learn so you can become not only a great employee, you can become you know, a better person, you can become a better leader, and, and you can help advance yourself as you want to grow, not only maybe in that company, but maybe you want to start a company of your own someday. So step four, or strategy four, work as many hours as needed. And then finally, strategy number five, and, and this one may be as important as any, and that is to find a great mentor. Find a great mentor. You may have to find a coach. You may have to hire a coach. You may need to hire a coach, but you need to find someone that knows you or has learned to know you, can learn to know you, knows the skill sets required for the job that you're you're wanting to do, or at least has an understanding of the skill sets that are required for the job you're wanting to do. And then you need someone that will help teach you, push you, train you, educate you in all different areas, maybe that don't even specifically have to do with that position. What do I mean? I mean, you need someone that's going to help you learn how to think, that's going to help challenge your beliefs, that's going to help challenge you each and every day as a person that's going to help motivate you to stay motivated on those days when it feels like nothing but an absolute grind, that you're having to force yourself to get out of bed, that you're having to force yourself to stay late. You need someone that says, look, I've been there. I've done that. Let me help give you, let me help give you some strategies to put in place to help your life, 
so you can advance and move forward. Because when you when you find that mentor who's been there and who's done that and who's lived out that life and who can say, look, here's some pitfalls you ought to look for. Here's some things that here's some mistakes that I made along the way. Here's some things that you can do to get yourself supremely organized, to get yourself in great physical shape, to get yourself in great mental shape, then that will help you, my friend, advance so far, not only in your career, but in your life. And if you can start that, you know, obviously the earlier the better, but there's no bad time to start start with a mentor. There's no bad time to start with a coach. There's no bad time to help become the type of person that you've always wanted to be, but you never knew how to get there. And that's what finding that mentor or finding that coach will do. So I hope you take these five strategies and I hope you uh, put them into practice. I hope you put them into practice in your workplace or put them into practice in you know, your career. Or if you, if you run a company, if you own a company, if you're just getting started out in a company, hope you take these and, and I hope they help you this week. So Hope everyone has a wonderful week. Uh, look me up, drdarrenwilson.com, um, and, and reach out if, if I can do anything for you. And just really appreciate you listening to this podcast. Again, all of the reviews have been super. The likes have been super. And uh, if I can do anything for you, please feel free to contact me at any time. Have a great week, everyone. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Life Coaching for Men podcast. It would be great if you could review the podcast and subscribe this week. You can also find me on my website at drdarrenwilson.com or on Twitter at Darren underscore Wilson or on Instagram at Dr. Darren Wilson. Once again, thanks for listening and have a great week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.